Hey guys, welcome to our, our new podcast with me, Michael Melly, and uh, my friend Ayesh Popat. We're calling it the Transformation Podcast and hopefully we're going to talk about things that help you in your own, your own transformations, as they say. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, so I'm Ayesh. Um, if you know me, you know that I've been very into fitness since I was about 15, 16 and I played sport my whole life. Um, so I think the main aim of this podcast is just to basically talk about our experiences um, initially, and then we're going to try have more guests on as time comes on. So you guys get a different view of how different people view their like activity and that, the stuff that's just helped them in their life, um, both work and just their mindset and stuff like that and their fitness, which is what me and Michael are most interested in, I think. Cool. So um, maybe to kick things off as a little icebreaker, I think it'll be quite cool seeing as we're talking about transformations to go right back to the start of our own transformations. And I want you to kind of pinpoint a moment or a person who inspired you to do what you do now and build up to what you've achieved in fitness terms, that is. Yeah, so I think, I think for me, the being fit and strong well, I think the aesthetic was something that I always wanted. Okay? So like, I started watching, I was shown the Rocky movies at a very young age and the training montages of Sylvester Stallone and those Rocky movies was ridiculous. I was, I was just like, I just want to be like that. I want to be strong, fit, <laughs> run, and just be able to, I think also, I don't know what it was, but I had a bit of a paranoid mindset when I was younger. So the being able to defend myself or being able to be secure in certain situations was quite important to me, which is why mm -hmm. I went into combat sports as I got older as well. Um, yeah. That was definitely one thing. But genetically, from a very young age, I was actually diagnosed with, well, delayed bone growth, which meant I was smaller than other kids. So I was two years behind um, just everyone, basically from day one. Okay. So, I mean, and when you're going to school or stuff like that and you're having conversations with kids, it's, it's very easy for someone just to pinpoint something that you can't change. Yeah, kids are mean. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting that at a very young age while your brain is developing. And if you're not secure enough or you haven't grown up enough at that age, which most people haven't when you're eight, in that age, I think when you're like eight to 14, that's when mm -hmm. you're like, you're, you're not really, you're not developed, you're not mature enough to be able to deal with such, certain situations. Yeah, yeah. If someone's saying something to you, like it can have an impact. And for me, it was, it was almost like you're going to prove, like I might be smaller than you, but I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to be fitter. I'm going to be faster. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was the main aim um, initially at a young age. And I mean, it's the way it's like, the one thing that I think I've learned from this whole experience is that you should not focus on stuff that you can't change. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're five foot seven, like there's no point in being like, Oh, I wish I was six foot. No, you, you play the cards that dealt, dealt with you. So stuff like that. I think that was definitely a driving factor. So, and I'd also seen my uncle who was very, very overweight. So he must've weighed, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but he's lost a ton of weight. And when his daughter, he was definitely obese. Okay. And over 
around at a three-year period, he lost 60 kilograms, okay? And the reason why he did that was his daughter was born and he realized that for him to, for his longevity, for him to be a good father and stuff like that was for him to lose weight. And I saw that straight away. And during the first year of his transformation, I went to Portugal, which is where my uh, mom's side of family is from. And he was in the gym, like on holiday, grinding on that treadmill, you know, just running, burning calories, um, just trying to be a better version of himself. And I was just trying to sneak into the gym because you had to be 16 to get in there. And like, they don't, they just didn't want me in there. They were like, no, you can't, you're too young. I think I must've been like 14. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you, they were like, you're not allowed to lift weights. If you want to go there, you can just go on the treadmill. Like you can run. Okay. I was like, Fine. Yeah. I'm in that environment. I just wanted to be in that environment, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'd played tennis since I was like three and the strength and conditioning aspect of it when I was lifting. So I just found that I really enjoyed it. It was like, I don't know what it was. I think my success in, with my physique has definitely come from me enjoying it. Like it's, it's always been something that I wanted to do. Yeah. I it, think the, the enjoyment comes though, but I feel like everyone has that initial thing why they start working out. Like you said, like if you're maybe insecure about something and you want to just like build up your self-confidence or something, but as you get more, get older, start developing and you've been in the gym longer been working out longer or whatever it just becomes sort of a habit and something you enjoy more so than something you're doing to like yeah I don't know and stuff like that yeah I think, I think that's very important as well it's like if if you don't enjoy something like exactly if, if your aim is to be extremely muscular and then you have to lift weights and in order to lift weights on a consistent basis to be consistent with it you have to do it on the days that that you're not feeling that great and the the biggest likelihood of you doing that is if you actually enjoy it that's like with everything in life as well isn't it goes for goes for almost everything i I always found in school that i was better at subjects that i enjoyed if i was engaged and if i if i wanted to do it then i'd always do better in those things and the stuff Mm -hmm. with fitness like that you can even I could even pinpoint certain portions of like my physique that are stronger because I enjoy training that, that <laughs> more. like it's it's just the yeah. way you know like it, you you like playing football but if for me I would never become a person who's good at football because I don't enjoy playing it of course yeah you have a passion for those things you know you just enjoy having your head kicked in and yeah. says <laughs> yeah i can i'll talk about that a little bit so that that's something that's definitely helped me um training in martial arts so i joined the gym when i was about 16 i think in the uk you have to be around 16 years old to to join a gym and i started on like a well i didn't really know what i was doing i was just like basically just doing bench press like stuff that that i just thought would make me look better um and main i think it was just to get stronger and everyone was always like oh how much do you bench so i was like oh i better start bench pressing you know that stuff like that and it just seemed like the easiest body part like it's the it's, i say it's the body part that most people probably start training first that and like yeah. probably but for me like personally what i think was quite important in my development was that quite early on when i started going to the gym i had just like one session with a personal trainer and yeah. i think that helped me so much because he gave me sort of a structure and showed me that it's not about just like yeah. bicep bench yeah. press. He yeah. showed me like, yeah, loads of um, 
sort of what do you call them where they like combine different muscle groups yeah so when like, you're, you actually have a structure it's normally you probably want to link a compound pound yeah. stuff that would not just like loads of uh isolation loads of bicep burners yeah yeah so i think that's definitely something i learned from just over time that's something like i think as soon as you start structuring it properly the progress you see is a lot greater you know and, and i think just having someone to help you just in your first steps i think yeah. that's kind of important but yeah. like because of youtube and the internet these days that's so easy to come across even like without having to pay for things yeah if you, if you it and stuff like that i think that's why both of us have been quite successful with the gym because for, i don't know about you but for me specifically when i'm watching something like in my free time it tends to mm. be orientated and it's just because i enjoy watching them like i just mm. I enjoy watching when learning about different forms of training uh, yeah yeah like it, i i just like watching people push themselves i think that's one of the main things i just like i just get a lot of satisfaction when i see someone who's doing something ridiculously hard and then imagine like man manages to push through you get yeah the, uh, and i think that's that's one of the for me that's one of the most satisfying things for myself i feel like i'm happiest when i'm pushing myself and yeah for me, i just enjoy i enjoy being around people who who do the same thing you know like and i think yeah. If you have, like you said, if you have like a positive role model to tell you what to do or to give you, who's like set the path for you, then you're more likely to follow those steps. Mm -hmm. So I, I joined the kickboxing team when I was around 16 and those guys train ridiculously hard. And like you come in, I was, I came in a bit smaller. I was like, I need to get stronger. I need to get stronger. I need to get faster. I need to, I'm smaller. So I need to draw technique more. It's like stuff like that, you know, and, and the people that hold you you can't i think you can rely on yourself if you're very mentally strong you can rely on yourself to hold yourself accountable for certain things you know like but you need around you everyone needs like a good yeah. group of friends around you because exactly. like if you someone like if i see you you doing well you succeed and that kind of pushes me drives me on to do do well myself i don't want to fall behind that sort of thing and i, I quite like it it's like if i said to you oh i admit, i didn't go to the gym today i don't want to go you just call me you you call me fat and <laughs> i i understand that there's some levels of sensitivity that we have to be like about. but yeah you're my person i'm slacking yeah exactly you know i'm joking but like at the same time it pushes you. yeah exactly i want you to do that you know and i think that's why you should have like that kickboxing team pushed me like so there were certain days that they'd, they'd do a session and i'd be like i don't want to come like i'm sore yeah they'll be like some some idiots texting me telling me you don't want to turn up what the hell's going on <laughs> like, oh yeah i have to i have to show up you know and yeah, yeah. over time and i think it's just consistency and turning up and getting the thing done and i don't even think it has to be the gym as long as you've got something that you're putting your energy it can be in anything yeah. but um just going back quickly as well so you talking about who you, like you enjoy watching people and stuff like that was there is there sort of an influencer or just per fitness person in particular that you remember thinking, yeah, I want to, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. So I think I started watching the wrong, like when I was started, I definitely was watching the wrong stuff. Okay. So I was watching who was big on Instagram. Um, at the time it was the bro science guys. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the issue is when you're watching them is, they're not 
like yeah it's it's just not like a PA you know it's different to listening to someone who's like done a degree in sports science or has done mm. who has a PhD or like stuff like that those people know the exact things you should be doing how to yeah. use your cardio build strength whereas like you listen to some of the some of the influencers nowadays they're like no don't do cardio like you're <laughs> in the fitness industry and you're telling people not to take care of their cardiovascular health it doesn't make yeah. sense um and then i think so i don't want to name drop so i should I, <laughs> say the specific um specific youtubers but okay. like, i started watching the joe rogan experience and i, I watched um On. the fir- the first episode okay. i watched was um this guy called faras sahabi who's um george st pierre's coach okay so a very very technical coach some of yeah. the arguably trained the greatest of all time in mixed martial arts okay mm-hmm. he definitely knows what he's talking about it's not some guys taking some supplements and then they started <laughs> to start a youtube channel you know um and then oh, I, I should say even if you are on certain things it does take a huge lot of work to get to that physique okay so yep i, I, I agree the thing is sometimes people don't admit it which then gives like this really like hard impossible to attain image or like body image for people looking at it and they think it's natural yeah so i think if you use them that's fine but you have to be honest about it if that makes sense i think it's definitely a problem because the issue is you've got people with maybe who don't have certain genetics for certain things but they definitely have genetics for other activities but say if they want to say if someone doesn't have the genetics for building muscle okay or like they're an ectomorph, which means that you, you're, you're a hard gainer, you struggle to put muscle on, you know? Yeah. The, if you're watching someone who's absolutely jacked out their mind because they're taking certain substances, then yeah. it creates, a, how would you say, it? it's like, it's not a very good representation of, of the human body, you know? Like that's not, if something's not natural, yeah literally fake <laughs> yeah exactly it's like when you see someone on stage and you can see that it's not only that it's not only the steroids when you see someone on instagram and they've got their i'm, I'm guilty of this as well if i've got a photo on the beach okay yeah i would have done some push-ups before okay i definitely would have had a pump i'm not i'm not like i i'm not like and i know for a fact that there's some, certain influences who would they won't drink any water before a before a shoot yeah, yeah? They'd be water loading a couple of days before they haven't eaten. Okay. You're seeing what looks like the best shape of their life is that I promise you this, they feel the worst. Okay. They're dehydrated that they don't feel very good. There's a reason why there's been so many bodybuilding deaths. Okay. They use heavy diuretics. Okay. And certain things like that. It's, it's, it's like, it's crazy. The, the, the fitness industry is, so like so broad that you get certain things that just should not be ha- it's not you're taking the word fit away from it There's, these people aren't feeling good you know like it's not it's not a good way to be and so if you're a 13 14 year old watching these people on instagram youtube and like i think it's even worse for girls but for 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 boys especially but it, it doesn't get enough coverage i don't think um for for guys um and it's just like you'll have someone just compromising their hormones, their their immune system because they're taking 
they're taking certain they're taking certain substances just to look that way mm -hmm. and like it's just it, i don't think it's a good good thing and i think we should be really careful about who we're watching on youtube and what we're listening to like you yeah even like the form that some people use in the gym to lift loads of weight because they're ego lifting ego lifting, yeah it's dangerous well, it's like you can hurt you can hurt yourself you can compromise yourself to be able Seriously. to you know? and i think that's yeah we should be very careful it, you're creating an unrealistic body image uh, i think unfortunately almost kind of links back to why i almost started going gym yeah. like um because i can almost pinpoint the exact moment right it was when i i remember i can't remember why i had it but we had like a just like a men's health magazine lying around in in our house or whatever and on the front cover was like um was who was it uh zach efron yeah. but like not, <laughs> not a natural picture like clearly edited and yeah. like he was definitely one of the whatever um but so like that was i saw that and literally just like that day i was like yeah i want to i want to have that body eventually but like for the first couple of years when i was working out i was doing it like every day whatever um but i wasn't i wasn't actually at a gym because i was too young i was just doing like at home workouts whatever with the with some dumbbells that i got for christmas whatever like six <laughs> six kg um but like i was just constantly looking in the mirror and i was like nothing's happening what's going on why don't i <laughs> why don't i have that amazing body that i saw on the front cover and it's like that first of all that's like completely unobtainable but and second of all like it takes a very long time and like but i didn't understand that because i was just working out because i thought i was going to end up with a six pack the next day the thing is i don't, I don't think it's unobtainable um i think that that you... image on the magazine oh, okay. like that yeah. front cover image that's like oil up perfect yeah. life but, but, <laughs> so, so, you're not gonna look like if i if you got someone if you got him to take a shirt off if he was right in front of you right now and you were like take a shirt off okay. there, there is no way he looks like that okay he has been he's, as i said dehydrating he may be taking you don't know i don't want to say but like certain influences i know or like bodybuilders that take diuretics um, yeah themselves okay and you have to be very careful and it's also the the thing is you're compa you're comparing yourself as a 14 15 year old sometimes with someone who's been training for 15 16 years okay and i know for myself i've made a hell of a lot of progress in the four or five years i've been weight training okay so like what i look like in 30 years to a 14 year old might be unrealistic you know true he has to understand that person need, kids need to understand this stuff takes work and you do not want to take <clears throat> okay you do not want to be not first of all not able to train in the long term someone told me this there was a bodybuilder in in one of the gyms i used to train at and he was a very big guy and i think he was like 40 and he said it's a marathon not a race okay you do not want to get yeah. do not do not take this like it's just a click of the fingers and you're going to look like that you know it's not going to happen but i think i think people do get almost bogged down by that sort of thing like they expect results instantly and when they don't see them they just quit do you yeah. know what i mean I like it's very very easy to do that if you're working out for say like even one two three months you're going consistently you see nothing and then you're like what's the point nothing's happening
yeah. but something it's just happening at a slow rate that you won't see it like instant amazing results yeah, so I, th I think to be successful in that in the fitness like in your fitness is the enjoyment again because if you're not seeing results and you might feel bogged down by it you still will go to the gym because you enjoy it so it yeah the balance between you enjoying it and you just going because you want to look good you know or like like i i know for myself i hate i start i would hated running at the beginning of the first lockdown and i i just competed in a, a muay thai interclub and i knew that i needed to get my cardio better because i guessed out and i was like okay you need to start running okay if we start 5k once a week okay and mm -hmm. i hated it and as you get better at something, I realized I started getting running high, you know, what the runners high when you're, when you're deep, I, the way I picture it is normally I get it later towards the run and I feel extremely like I, I lose my, I basically lose myself in, in a certain position, you know, and you're just like, and you just begin to enjoy it. And then I'd actually want to start going for runs, you know, and I, yeah. think that for me, I, I, thought I was, I saw a photo of me when I was, I just started training, maybe like three months into training or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I started training properly consistently, like September, September of, so after GCSE, September of 2017. And I saw a photo that was probably taken in December and it's like a mirror selfie. And I look, I don't look good. Like if you ask me now, I'm like, oh, that's not, <clears throat> but at that point, in my in my head i felt like i was jacked and i think that that's something that's really important okay if mm. you're able to visualize so you're, saying, you're saying you almost thought like the opposite to the way i was thinking yeah so i think i had the opposite mindset that you did i always thought that i was that way so mm -hmm. getting so for me getting to the gym was oh i just do that okay I I even wear like I'd wear a tank top because I thought that I was I had big arms and I didn't you know like that and you you setting that mindset that you are something it's almost like fake it till you make it that's basically what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah that's basically the way I looked at it and I think that that's like there's something I've become very like last couple of years I've realized is the law of the law of attraction is when you visualize something or you like manifest it. You know, and there's a difference between manifesting something and then not putting in the work. But for me, I think it was manifesting and then knowing that I have to hold my account self accountable because I'm capable of that. And I need to put the work into to to like almost I owe it to myself to to be where I want to be. And even now I was thinking this yesterday. I was like the 16 with the 16 year old who started training, be proud of the point where I am now. Mm hmm. I almost owe it to that 16 year old to keep pushing forward because I don't want to go back, you know, like what's that, that, that younger kid put in the work, you know, I have to keep pushing and it's stuff like that. So I think even though mine came from certain insecurities, my start to training, I think that my mindset shifted very quickly as I started training because I just, I saw other people not doing the same thing. It's like, um, there's a, there's a boxer, his name's Connor Ben, and he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning to go running, you know? Mm. The reason he, he said in like an interview, he was like, I don't have to wake up at four o'clock. I can do it at another time, but there's something about doing something while other people aren't that's very addictive. 
you know that for me that's something that's ridiculous it's like it's like when I know I'm putting more work in than anyone else I just I kind of it gives you a boost of confidence it's like mm -hmm. it's like a, it's an extreme confidence booster and you're like you, it just makes you feel capable of anything and I think that I brought that into it's not only in, fit, in fitness that I've been able to do that it's in yeah. my like work or like the the, pre the things I have for my career or like what I want to do in the future I feel that I'm able to push myself to a place that I don't think many other people can you know and I think yeah. that's, that's a look at it from sort of another perspective though <clears throat> say there's someone trying to lose weight or someone trying to gain weight whatever they I know you said you had like you always had sort of a self-confidence or self-reassurance like you wear a tank top don't really care whatever you thought you looked good but say someone looks in the mirror and thinks they look awful and that's why they don't want to go gym or something because they're almost scared like they don't they don't like themselves they don't like their body so it's very hard but I think I think that's why almost you have to you have to like you said not manifest but have a goal have like a vision because if you can like see yourself in maybe a year's year or so's time and you have that as your goal you set yourself like a clear ambition i think that can help you power through the bad days where you don't feel like 100 percent don't like yourself that much you know there's no sugarcoating it okay but the thing the way the way it is if you're if you're if you think you're overweight okay you've got two options stay overweight or get get active you know do the things that are going to help you okay and to do that you need to put yourself in that Obviously, as long as it's not like a medical condition <laughs> yeah okay yeah that definitely yeah. but if say you're, you're you're healthy okay there's no reason why you should not be working out okay and or doing like some sport yeah or doing some sport, which which i would class which i would class as not which i would class as some sort of activity anything any thing on your couch all day pretty much yeah. <laughs> like even if you do like a lot of people do their like what's it called like the ten thousand steps a day <clears throat> like yeah. the, the issue i have is the <clears throat> the way the world's going with all this technology we're not built for it the human mind and the body is not built for sitting at a desk sitting on your sofa okay no. Being, laptop all day being on your phone it's not and i i know this because the days where i'm on my phone okay if even if i'm on my phone for like half an hour my head starts hurting and there's a reason for it your body is going what is going on like you should be doing something and the thing is so easy to do that now though it's so easy to fall into that trap like with tiktok and instagram they all have algorithms like that are made to make you want to just stay on your phone scrolling aimlessly the whole day whatever you can literally scroll I've, I'm guilty of it as well. I've literally spent like an hour or an upwards of an hour just scrolling through, not even realizing the time's going by really. That's why it's so difficult. I've got two tips for, for, for that, you know. The first thing is try limit the, the amount of time you're spending. Okay, so the, the easiest way to do that is to set a limit for certain apps on your phone. Um, and it's kind of a behavioral nudge. So for me, I've got an hour limit on my Instagram. Okay, so if I put, thing with that is as well i think i had that a few months ago or whatever but it's so easy just to tap ignore limit no you, you <laughs> but i think if you're if you're just by doing that you're holding yourself more accountable than you would if yeah you. and then the second thing is 
if you find yourself on Instagram, instead of following people who could be a bad influence or are portraying unrealistic body types or making you feel unhappy because they're like looks, which I promise you it's probably not looks better than yours. Okay. Start following success pages, motivational pages. Okay. Start following people you want to be like, see what they're doing on a daily basis. Okay. I know that I follow several MMA fighters. I follow several fitness influencers. I follow several motivation success pages that, and that kind of just pushes me forward because I see someone on my Instagram sprinting up a flight of stairs and mm. I go do that, you know, or I see someone grinding in the gym or I see someone teaching someone how to have a better or a clearer mindset. Like something that I picked up from um, Israel Adesanya's Instagram is box breathing and it helped my, my mental a lot, a crazy amount. I started doing it every morning, you know, so picking up things that are going to help you instead of just mindlessly looking at it, I think mm -hmm. that I, I would recommend people restructure who they follow. That's something that's been is a very key. And I've I've kind of automatically done it because I'm interested in those things. But if you're someone who maybe is not interested, just force yourself to follow a few people who who like are like how you want to be. You know, you need you do need. You know what, do you know what helps me as well? Like sort of limit my time on instagram and social media or whatever sometimes i literally just delete the app i not necessarily delete your account just delete the app for the day and when you get back home like you've finished all your work whatever download it again and go on it for like half an hour whatever but that way like because the, the temptation to just tap it when it's there when you're trying to work or something just tap on it look through instagram for hours is <laughs> is really dangerous so like if you just remove it completely yeah. remove the app and it, it, you download it it's not like you're deleting your account if you need it that's the that's the that's like the key difference if you need it you can download it again yeah. but it's like if it's always there you can just tap on it when you want it and there's like a big difference between when you need it and when you want it just to procrastinate i think i think it links to something quite nice that i wanted to ask you about but i'll ask you this first do you ever fear your do you get a fear of missing out when you delete your, um social media well, like FOMO. Yeah. Um, I, not so, maybe not a fear of missing out. I feel like it's just when I have it, it's almost a comfort or a distraction of some kind. I don't know. It's like if, if I'm working on an essay or something and for a second, I, I, can, I get distracted quite easily if I'm being honest. But like if I'm working on an essay and like I have a mind blank for a second, it's so easy just to <laughs> to get on my phone, click on Instagram, start messaging people, whatever, scrolling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do get get that as well because I get the FOMO side of things as well because you're scared of like, I guess, missing messages. Is that what you're trying to trying to get at? I don't even know what it is. It's some, sometimes I'll delete it and I'll be like, oh, what if someone's messaged me? What if someone needs something? You know, and it's like, it's an ever, it's like a cycle of just, it's you're like, the over-reliance on other people is really bad. I think that that's something that's really, that there's something wrong with our generation. Like the independence of being able to deal with certain things is like really bad. And mm -hmm. you're like putting your reliance on someone else's Instagram posts or someone else's Facebook posts. Like, is that really good for you? Like, I don't think so. You know, I doubt it is because like, and the, the, stuff that's come out like of people feeling the level of insecurity being higher in our generation than most 
previous generations because of social media is a, mm -hmm. so i think that that's that's like extremely it's a difficult thing and like i think for i think we spoke about it for guys looking at certain bodybuilders or certain physiques but the same goes for girls like if a girl's got an extremely good makeup artist and she posts a photo on instagram or like a famous person and then you've got a 13 year old who's like why don't i look like her then like you're, mm -hmm. then you're setting unrealistic body types or looks you know and i th and also like i think that if you're constantly on something and you kind of you, it's like it's almost like you know that you you feel like you know a person you know like because you're following them on social media and that's pretty mm -hmm. that's pretty poor you know like that's not good um, yeah just going going back to your point about fomo stuff like that i think that links quite well into uni life yeah well, that's so, what yeah <laughs> um, that's, that's what I was thinking about. So, so how did you find sort of that jump from going sixth form where although there's like you go out occasionally, like you drink whatever, every, like maybe once a week, maybe even once every two weeks, whatever. Not even that in sixth form, to be honest, for me. But um then you go to uni, freshers week, you're like almost peer pressured into drink, drinking every night. I'm like, the thing is, if I feel like if you don't, you, it's harder to meet people. I feel like that's the, there's a big drinking culture at like university. Um, so like, how did you cope with almost balancing that with your your fitness and stuff like that, and just your your health in general and like work? I think so. It's definitely a big factor for me um, because I do like to go out. You know, that's something mm. that I really enjoy. everyone. I think everyone. Yeah, I control. I enjoy going out. I enjoy socializing and like, I wouldn't say like I'm the most extroverted person, but I do, there's something about being around different people. That's I think for everyone is quite important. And, yeah. Humans don't, don't want to be alone. Yeah. And the, the issue is in our culture is a lot of socializing after you're 18 is linked to alcohol and especially at university. So in freshers week, I say I drank well, I actually know I'll go further back the summer of a levels. I don't think before that I would have done much drinking. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I drank at someone's party, like an 18th birthday party. Okay, fine. But in that summer, we, me and you went interrailing, which, <laughs> which had a lot of alcohol involved. And then I ended up probably going out every like twice a week after a level results. Okay. Yeah. And then I get to uni and the drinking. Is <laughs> and it comes to a point where you're like, you know, like I, I spoke about this the other day on, um, on my Instagram and I was like, there's all these people going, you can do both. And at what point can mm -hmm. you actually do both? You know, like, is it, mm -hmm. is it long term? It's not, I don't think it's sustainable in the long term. Okay. And yeah. I think the best thing for my fitness that happened was the lockdown. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I, you, Actually, I want to go back. The, what you said about peer pressure is quite important. And a lot of the time when I don't want to go out drinking or I, I say, or like, well, I'll go out, but I'll be like, no, I'm only having one drink or I'm not drinking. You know, people will go, oh, don't be boring. Yeah. And I also get it when I'm training all the time. Oh, why are you going running at 7.30 in the morning? You know, 
like and this was big at uni like my a couple of my flatmates or like someone someone posts like Aish why are you boring you're not coming out you're not drinking why are you always at the gym okay and mm-hmm. two things here that I've used to help myself the first thing is why are those people so interested in what you're doing okay and for me I think some of it comes from there are some people who are, I know like there was there's a girl I know who was worried that maybe I wasn't enjoying stuff as much as I could be and mm-hmm. like talk to me about it and I spoke to her and I was like no but I really enjoy working out and for me I, I enjoy working out more or being consistent and productive more than go, that one night out you know because it's very uh-huh. t- dopamine when you start when you go out drinking okay the yeah. second, second thing is sometimes if someone's feels like they're not doing enough when they see someone doing or like grinding doing a lot one way to pull someone back is to go is to make it negative so like i don't understand how me running in the morning can be a negative thing but to someone i feel like i feel like some sometimes as well people just don't understand like they don't understand how you can see that as fun yeah 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 like it's but that's where like (laughs) communication is important like if you just sit down with someone and explain why you enjoy it i feel like you could have a good good conversation have a better relationship with them sort of thing and I, I say my relationships, the best relationships I have, whether it's at uni or at home, has been with people who train, okay? Who people I like, in a sense. You know, because they understand it. And I also get it with, like, work as well. Like, so when I was at uni, I, I'd say I work very hard, okay? I'm not going <laughs> to be around the bush. I, I do put a lot of work in. Um, and... The reason I do it is because I hold myself very accountable because I don't, I want to go into anything knowing that I've done everything I can. So if I fail an exam, okay, it's not because I didn't put the work in. Okay. That's, I don't want that, you know, that I, and I think that that puts a lot of confidence in myself because I feel like I do a lot of work. Okay. And Mm -hmm. the, the issue is when someone goes, why are you working all the time? And I promise you the people who, always go why are you working all the time why are you working out all the time are the people who don't do it enough okay mm-hmm. so there's two things either it comes from they don't understand the feeling of accomplishment when you actually succeed that's the first one mm-hmm. second of all or like if you finish a run like how good you feel after you finish a long run how good you feel after you feel finish a leg session in the gym okay because that's a very addictive thing so if someone hasn't been exposed to that i can't blame them for they need to be exposed to it to understand how I'm feeling. The second, mm-hmm. second thing is that some people, because as I said, because they'll feel slightly insecure that they're not doing enough. Okay. And in order to make themselves feel better, they have to associate what I assume to be positive with the negative. So by calling me boring, they feel better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, or by, by being like, why are you working all the time? They feel by feel better that they went out drinking instead of I think basically what you're touching on here is pretty much people that are like very insecure with themselves like they're not not maybe in this instance but I feel like it's the same for people that are insecure about themselves like they try and almost by like deflect their insecurities by like projecting them almost onto you like picking out things you're you they think that you might be insecure about to make themselves feel better sort of thing they don't understand it it's like am i going to get insecure about being healthy like that doesn't make sense to me <laughs> no like, no i'm not 
saying. I'm no, not saying it. I understand. I understand what you mean, but it's yeah. it, it's like it's not going to bother me because I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, like, yeah. I, I I do what I want, and I've learned that there's two things that are important: not caring what people think. That's the first thing. Second, in order to be successful, especially in fitness, you do not want to care what other people think. That's the first one. Because as you said, if you're overweight, you need to learn not to care that people might be looking at you when you go into a gym. You know, yeah. you need to learn that. If you're small, you need to understand that people might call you small, but you just have to brush it off, you know? And yeah. So if you, as long as you're comfortable with yourself, I think that's one thing that's, that is really important. Just don't focus, like focus on your close people. And if those close people are saying negative things to you for no reason, get rid of them. Okay, they're not. <laughs> That's good advice. That's very good advice. They shouldn't be close to you. And like, I try avoid people with negative, um, like negative influence. I do not want to be around. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. so I think that that was like I went on a tangent. What was the question? I forgot what, what the what the what you asked. Which one? What? How long ago? <laughs> Uh, just been on for now. No, you're definitely, you're definitely right. So those people, it does come from insecurity. You need to learn how to. Yeah. I think though you have to kind of be careful to sort of um, differentiate. I think between like everyone has sort of insecurities, right? Um, I don't care how who you are, whatever, how good looking you are, everyone has something that they're insecure about, right? Um, but I think when it's like people say they're not attracted to like insecure people or whatever I think by that they don't mean oh your insecurities are invalid whatever of course everyone's like feels bad about something um but I think where like um people get annoyed with insecure people is when they try and like I said earlier like deflect their insecurities onto someone else bring other people down I, I think that between having an insecurity and being insecure almost yeah. like yeah you're definitely plain but you're definitely you're definitely right and i think that that's definitely an issue but the problem with those people is they'll always bundle together because the positive ones aren't going to want to keep them close by yeah you know? <clears throat> and that's the issue and when you have loads of negative people together what's the likelihood that they're going to change <laughs> that's, that's the issue you know if if people are always go like i hate gossip but that's something i really hate i'm like why are you so focused on other people's stuff you're wasting your energy you're, mm. you've got a finite period of time on this planet you know and you're worried about put, dragging other people down yeah like i had someone comment on my um instagram the other day and i don't even know who it was i think it's someone that i haven't spoken to in like four years like <laughs> Like, I, no, actually, so I've started, you know, I've started posting pretty often fitness. Really? Stuff, yeah. Okay. And I've had several people messaging me saying they like the stuff I'm posting. And, that's, yeah. and they're proud of me. And that one to like it a bit too much, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, like, I've had several people who are messaging me, like, saying that. And then I've also had people in my comments, one, one specific person in my comment going, oh, someone I know is better or like is better than me at certain stuff. And I'm like, That's pretty a weird thing to say. I'm like, what do you think I'm competing? Like I'm focused on myself, you know, I don't compete with anyone. Okay. I'm 
that's kind of almost exactly what I was trying to touch on, like in terms of people being insecure and deflecting onto other people. So like he's trying to bring you down, make you feel worse about you, the content created in order to make him feel better about himself sort of thing. Some aspects of social media are so toxic. I think it's, especially in like, if you look at, if you read through some of the comments on Twitter, they're awful. <laughs> like nothing productive or positive comes from it. It's just pure negative energy in some cases. And that's so draining. If you think that if you have time to comment on someone's like negative and someone else's things, you need to get your life together. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, why are you, again, why are you wasting your energy thinking about what someone else is doing? And I think there's something that's helped me is I think everyone should picture themselves as in their, in their own league. Okay. You're, everyone is in their league, a league of their own. Okay. You should hold yourself to the highest accountability. Okay. You should compete against yourself. I always want to do better than I did yesterday. Okay. And it's like what I said about owing, owing it to that 16 year old, my, my 16 year old self. Okay. Yeah. I'm always focused on myself. I don't care about like, if someone goes, Oh, this person got a really good job here. I don't care. I do like, it's like, why are you telling me this? Like, it doesn't positively impact me, especially if it's someone I don't know. So if you went, if you came up to me and went, Oh, I, sh I secured a great graduate job or, mm -hmm. or a certain like person reached out to me and they want to train with me, I'd be happy. Yeah. But when it comes to people I don't know, like, it's just a use, useless information. I'm like, why are you like, it's what? it does depend on what motivates them to tell you about it as well doesn't it like <laughs> if they're telling it about you to like sort of boast and gloat and like almost make themselves feel better than you almost or make you feel worse than them that's like a pretty pretty crappy way of doing it but like if you say like like you said I saw you get a great job or whatever like we mentioned earlier like it can it's like a good way of driving you on yeah. and that's why surround yourself with other other positive people and a good group of friends yeah i think so and i think like some that something was quite in my um in my so my a level year um mm. which would have been both of our a levels i think one of the reasons why i performed quite well was because one of my best friends was extremely smart in the same subjects i was doing you know and having him around just like pushed me i saw how hard he was working i wanted to work that hard i saw a certain yeah. I want I just want it and it wasn't it wasn't that I was competing with him it was more like he's doing great I'm like what why I'm listening to, I'm doing the same subjects as him yeah I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm as smart or if not like the same okay we're all we're all the same when you when it comes down to it okay fine some of us have different attributes to each other but in yeah fields, we all have certain capabilities so I'm like I'm as capable okay and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just not putting enough work in. Put the work in, okay? Yeah. So wait, are you saying? So are you saying, to begin with, right? Did he get better grades than you to begin with, or whatever? I did. This it, friend. Yeah. So it, I don't even know if it was the grades. I think it was just the work ethic. So he was working harder. Yeah. Was, to uh, begin with. Yeah, I could see. Right. And I, I think I I I follow the Rock on Instagram, and he always talks about being. Like, <laughs> yeah but he always talks about being the hardest worker in the room yeah and like if you're not out if you're not trying to outwork everyone but just touching on that i think not many people 
have that sort of mindset or like not enough people have that sort of mindset so for instance some people see someone doing really well like in their same class whatever they get they become like insecure in themselves they're like I'll never attain that level whatever that's impossible I can't do that I may as well just give up what stopped you what stopped you from like just doing that conceding like oh he's better than me I can't be asked anymore what made you think no I'm gonna like work hard get to his level of his level of working hard if not like better him I think there's two there's two ways of thinking about this and I don't know if we want to touch on it, but I've, I've, I read a book, um, it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, I can't remember who the, the author is, um, but in, I think it was like the first chapter. There are two different mindsets, okay? And you've got the warrior mindset, the warrior mentality, okay? And you've got the victim mentality. And the difference between the warrior and the victim is the victim always blames someone else, okay? Yeah. They always blame someone else, or they just feel like the, the universe is against them, whatever, like, it's like, and it's a very, I, it's a very negative way to be, okay, and I think that when I, when I was younger, I was definitely in the victim category, okay, and I'll admit that, you know, I was definitely there, why am I small, why am I smaller than all the other kids, you know, like, stuff like that, why, why didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't get into this. And it was also almost pitched on me. Okay. People will get, I wouldn't get into some, into some, into something. Okay. Like say I didn't get into a certain tennis squad when I was younger. Mm -hmm. People would go, Oh, it's just politics. No, maybe it's not politics. Maybe I just didn't work hard enough. You know? <laughs> that's like, that. that's the, it's, it's like, it's like, there's so many excuses that people can come up with. Like you keep coming up. Mm -hmm. with okay. So the thing is, it's like what you said. So why am I, why am I like this? Why, why am I, why am I like overweight? Why am I underweight? You know? And David Goggins talked about it um, very well. He said, look in, look in the accountability, look in the mirror. Okay. What equals a mirror is the accountability mirror. Look at yourself and see if you like, like the way you are. Mm -hmm. you know? And the warrior is the one who get, goes out and gets it. And from, from reading different things, from watching a lot of my role models are athletes. Okay, from watching how their mentality, um, it has, has just helped me transition from that victim mindset to that warrior mindset. Because mm. when I see someone doing well, I see, oh, they've done it. Like, that means I can. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between me and them? Absolutely not. Mm. Okay. Whereas the victim would go, oh, my God. So, I, you know what? Th this is something. Someone, I, a Ferrari drove past um, once. I was just, I was with someone. And I said to that person, I was like, oh, I have one of those one day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like it takes a certain form of confidence. And a lot of people will see someone in a Ferrari and go, oh, I bet you he's a twat. <laughs> okay? Which is the mindset for a lot of people. And someone, I was watching something on Instagram and this guy said, well, if you think he's a twat, okay, you've connotated something that you want with something negative. So what's the likelihood that you're going to go out and get it? Mm. you know but it goes back to that point of having a goal and having a vision doesn't it yeah. <laughs> and like I said manifesting something I know I know some people don't believe in it or whatever but I think it can like massively help you because even even if you don't end up obtaining a Ferrari whatever it helps you get to a point where you'll at least be comfortable in life because you're constantly trying to attain something it keeps you motivated you that's why and even if you say you do obtain the Ferrari one day I think at that point, you then have to reset your goals. 
Yeah. Or else you'll, it's very easy to kind of fall back down again. The, 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 the issue is with that is, I think there's a difference between manifesting, okay? I think, okay, so the only time manifesting works is if you put in the work, you know? Of like, course, like everything. You can't manifest, oh, I'm going to have something and then not act accordingly. Okay, so mm. I think that's helped me is like, I remember I was competing when I was competing in martial arts. So this this year when I was supposed to have a competition um, just before a uni finished, mm. um, I was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to win. You know, like that was the someone said, what if you lose? What if you get hurt? I was like, that's not going to happen. Okay. And for me to have that confidence in myself, was because I was training a ridiculous amount, you know? Mm -hmm. I wasn't drinking any alcohol, okay? I was waking up early, going to sleep at a reasonable time, okay? And that puts a sense of confidence in me that I can, I would be able to do that, you know? Yeah. And if you're not putting in the work and you're going to try and manifest something, well, that's a one-way street to being unhappy, okay? Because you've set unrealistic expectations for yourself, okay? You literally have... For me, those expectations of winning that competition are realistic because I'm putting the work in. Mm. For me, the what I want in the future is realistic in my head because I know I'm going to put the work in to get them. Okay. Yeah. So, but whereas if you're going to go, oh, I want so and so, and like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the work in, then or like why mm. am I still where I am? Yeah. Where you are because you're not doing the right things. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing. It's like people go to the gym, okay, and they're like, why aren't I growing? But then I see a lot of people on their phone in the gym. I see a lot yeah. of <laughs> like Everything people, we've talked about kind of links together in a weird sort of way, doesn't it? Yeah. People <laughs> goes like, back. Yeah, I, I get a lot of questions in the gym just because, like, I say I've, I've obtained, like, a good level of training. Like, mm. I'm I've definitely progressed a lot. So people ask me a lot of the time. They're like, so like what supplements do you take? What certain um, nutrition do you do? How do you eat? Um, mm. What's your split? And stuff like that, so, which is great. But then sometimes they're just like, they're talking to you. Like they, they, they ask you so many questions that they're not actually putting in the work. Mm -hmm. like, like it's very simple, a lot of it. Okay. It, you, people overcomplicate it. Like, yeah. A friend of mine lost a lot of weight and he was like, oh, I didn't realize how simple it was. I just eat a bit less. I do a more, bit more activity. Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard. And obviously, again, just want to like clarify, this is for people that don't have underlying health conditions or whatever. Don't offend yeah. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's like, if you if you want to, it's not very difficult. So the best thing to do is keep it really simple. Like, yeah. The best thing advice I would give to someone who wants to start training is learn the basic movements. Hmm. And that's something that comes on Instagram. You see people doing crazy. You know, like, it's like, no, that's just maybe focus on like the compound lifts initially. Yeah. Vect those movements. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing if you're doing, say you're doing maths, okay? Mm -hmm. the, you have to learn the very basics before you can start doing like a differential equation or something ridiculously hard, okay? Yeah. You can't just jump in. Like if I start, if I say to someone like, or like, if I go, oh, Michael, you've never boxed before. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. do a boxing gym and put you and spar and make you spar against someone who's. Yeah, get knocked out. But at 
at the bottom, okay, and work yourself up, okay, and like that's that where you can run effectively. Yeah. And that's the same thing that we were talking about earlier when you were saying that some people will look in the mirror three months later and be like, "Why don't I look like Zac Efron did in Baywatch?" Yeah, or like how the Rock did, you know, and they've been putting in the work like consistently, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. You can't expect to look a certain way. And the worst thing is when you have, one thing that I find really frustrating is when someone asks me for advice, okay? And they don't take it. And then three months later, they come back and they're like, why am I still the same way? Yeah. And like I had, I had a kid on my Instagram and a year ago, he asked me for advice. I gave it to him. And then, mm. and then like I posted a video of how I eat and my, my full-time job um, and how I work out. Okay. And it did pretty well. And he, he replied and he goes, Oh, so you do this much stuff. He was like, I go to uni, I'm first year uni and I still feel like I don't have enough time to work out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't have enough time. Like, it's like, really? Yeah, because and it goes as you're saying. A lot of people will waste time and not realize it. Like two hours goes by and you just watch Netflix. It's so so easy to do that in this modern day. Yeah, you could have you could have got a workout in, you know. Like exactly. Um. Well, we've been talking for for well over an hour now, so I think uh, before before we go <laughs> go off on any more tangents, it might be might be a good place to end it. But sort of one one thing I just want to ask, as it's our our first episode. I think it might be nice if you um, just give uh, give the listeners what was the sort of for, or what's the best piece of advice you can give to someone starting their their transformation. We'll call it as that's as our podcast name. Um, okay, so I I think I've touched upon it already. Okay, there's two things I would recommend. First of all, just one, a quick thing, no more tangent. <laughs> Pretty detailed. The, um, the first thing is get someone to help you, Michael said, okay? Don't, like, yes. Get someone to help you, okay? Find, find the right person who's going to teach you to do yeah. stuff with the proper technique, okay? So, like, have for me in the first instance. Um, and having proper nutrition. And follow the right things on Instagram. You'll learn as you go on to filter out. <clears throat> okay? Mm-hmm. The second thing is, okay try and i know it's extremely hard because people have been doing it their whole life do not fall into that victim um category okay you do not want to, you don't 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 do it okay and i know people will listen to this and be like oh i really I, d- I didn't realize sometimes the way i think is a bit like a victim yeah and i hope that by talking about it people maybe shift or like even like if it's 80 percent 80 percent um, of your mindset shifting towards that warrior mm-hmm. person it's just going to help a lot of people um, yeah. and the, uh, the last thing I'll say is just don't care what other people think that's okay you know, for me being able to go into a gym with no with probably being quite skinny in a tank top or like yeah on, shirtless on the beach even though I had nothing to flex that's that's something that's your your mentality needs to shift and you need to start thinking that you are what you want to be yeah and then I'll, I'll repeat what what would you give our listeners listeners uh, for me i think it's just if you find yourself getting distracted by like instagram social media talk tiktok whatever it's so easy i think just delete the app 
<laughs> it's really simple. Delete the app. Don't you don't have to delete your account. It's always there if you want it. You can go back on whenever. But it's just to get rid of that urge to tap it, urge to scroll, whatever. And I promise you'll be almost a hundred times more productive. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think yeah. yeah I actually what... delete mine now. I feel like <laughs> I might go the whole day without it. I don't want it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I felt pretty good. Uh, good first episode lad yeah I, I feel like next episode we're gonna well i don't know if it'll be the next one but if you watch this um we'll put our instagrams in the in the comment section and maybe just message one of us if you if you feel like you want to be on the podcast and you want to talk about something or if you have a good yeah have to have a good i'll be bored any good ideas of what you'd like us to talk about or anyone who you think would be good to have on for us to talk to mm -hmm. um or any questions just specific to us then we'd be happy to answer them um and we ho really hope you enjoy what was i think an hour and 15 minutes even though it was supposed to be like four. <laughs> yeah your bloody tangents <laughs> uh, i like it so anyway thanks. Oh. See you later.